following content is not intended as a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Hello and welcome everyone. I am Marina Sprocky Spriggs and I am the host of Another Way podcast. I have a master's in professional counseling. I am the Ippy Award winning author of Stop Looking for a Husband, Find the Love of Your Life, and the author of Nasty Divorce, A Kid's Eye View. I write positive divorce advice for the Huff Post and I'm trained in clinical hypnosis. And this podcast speaks to out-of-the-box thinkers, and it's for those who hear the call of hope in always another way. And if you are extremely rigid and set in your beliefs, then this probably isn't your cup of tea. However, you should note, taste can and do change. And today, we're going to be talking about dance. And I'm wondering if you like to dance. And if you're sitting there and saying, I don't like to dance, I wonder if you remember dancing as a child. Because you did. You might know that, know that you did, but you did. If you see children where there's music, they start bouncing around and dancing. And then something happens to some people that as they get older, they just maybe stop and they don't connect with their body anymore. But even deeper than that, there's something sad that's happening across our country and it's been happening for a while now, but we've been losing funding in the arts education, um, which includes music, art, dance, drawing, all of that stuff. But as public schools are losing funding, you would not be surprised to know that zip code is a big dictator in this. So students in suburban areas receive more instruction in the arts than other areas in most states, while access in urban schools varies and is highly dependent on the size of the district in the school. And students in rural and small school districts receive the least amount of instruction in arts and education. And then I got this information from an article in The Atlantic from 2016. Studies have shown that the cognitive benefits students experience through being exposed to dance and other art forms, which is then linked to improved test scores and grade point averages, especially for disadvantaged students. However, empathy, which is the notion that someone can share in and feel the feelings of the another is a squishy concept. And it's not always easily quantifiable, although a 2010 University of Michigan study indicated declining rates of empathy among college students, which some attribute to a lack of interaction and play with peers at a younger age, qualities which are inherent in dance. Rob Horowitz, who is the Associate Director of the Center for Arts Education Research at Columbia University's Teacher College, recently conducted a two-year study on the program in New York City whose results have yet to been published. But in the one of the studies, 95% of the teachers reported their students improved cooperative and collaborative skills, and researchers approved, observed 95% of students demonstrating cooperative skills. 
Dance is an incredibly effective in terms of social-emotional development and in terms of being able to incorporate kids from different backgrounds, different ethnicities, different social backgrounds, and have them do something common, said Columbia's Rob Horowitz. And Horowitz is leading a two-year study on dancing classrooms, which is commissioned by the organization. And then my guest today, Quinn Keeling, is director of the Heavy Hitters Dance Crew. It's a nonprofit dance organization that provides free dance classes to kids from all backgrounds and all walks of life. And Quinn has been dancing since she's been 14 years old. And some of her accomplishments include opening up for the Florida Georgia Line. She's gone to training camps for the Dallas Mavericks dancers. And she's even been in an Albertsons commercial. So welcome, Quinn, to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Okay, well, awesome. So I want to talk about your nonprofit organization, the Heavy Hitters Dance Crew. And I just want you to tell everybody, you know, what that's all about. Sure. Um, so I, I, it's a very new um, nonprofit. I started it in September of 2017, so not even a year. Um, but we're basically, I provide free dance classes for kids any it doesn't matter who you are where you come from anybody can take these classes we actually were sponsored by a barber shop so we have our dance classes at a barber shop cool and it's really different it's unique but it's it's super cool because we're not outside you know uh at a field or anything we're actually inside and we have you know we have a curriculum it's structured like it's pretty much like like taking a dance class at a dance studio. You know, we're just in a barbershop. <laughs> That's cool. So tell me, how did you, what inspired you to start this? You know, one day you're like, okay, I'm dancing, but I got an idea. Yeah. So I taught at a dance studio for six years, five years. Um, and I loved it. And I still, I mean, I love teaching dance period, but I taught there and I loved it. Um, and I was actually driving and I saw a bunch of little girls on the sidewalk dancing, just having fun, dancing together, making up a little routine. And I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cute. And so I was like, I should invite them to my dance classes at the dance studio. And I spoke to one of the girl's parents and she's like, oh no, we, you know, like, we just can't do that. We, we don't have the funds. Like, I can't do that, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was just like, I was like, oh my gosh, like that, it kind of hit me because I was just like, clearly these little girls love to dance. Like they're outside on the sidewalk dancing their hearts out, you know? And for them, like, what would it mean for them to actually be able to take a class and get some technical training and, you know? And so I was like, I was like, man, that really kind of sucks, <laughs> you know? And so I was just like, what can I do? Like, I feel like I have to do something. I was like, I don't know what, but I feel like I need to do something. And then the nonprofit just kind of came to my head and it took a while for me to actually bring it to life, but it's here and I'm so excited and I, I'm so glad I got to do this and I didn't do it by myself. You know, I had to get help. I, you know, if I didn't have the barbershop, um, the Kingsman barbershop to help me out, we, we would be like dancing outside or something, you know? And so it's, it's great to have other people that believe in you and believe in your vision. Because if I didn't have that, I wouldn't have the nonprofit. Right. So let's talk about, let's go a little further. So how did you begin with dance? And then tell us what dance has meant for you. 
Yeah, so I actually started off as a cheerleader. <laughs> um, I did competitive cheerleading from like seven years old all the way up to middle school. And then high school, I saw the drill team. And I was like, I want to try out for the drill team, you know, change it up a little bit. And I did, and I made the team, and I just fell in love. Like, I love dance. And my thing was, it's just so... It's, I feel like dance is never ending. There's so many styles. There's so many ways you can put choreography together. There's, you, you know, it's, I, I just feel like it's just, it's, it's no end to it. It's, it's endless, endless possibilities with dance. And I think that's the main reason I fell in love with it. Because it's like you will learn something, but there's still so much to learn. Um, so I did, you know, I was on the drill team in high school um, and after I graduated, that's when I started teaching dance at a studio. Um, started trying out for Dallas Mavericks dancers, Houston Texans, stuff like that. Um, never actually made the team, but <laughs> I that's got okay. really close. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> um, but I just, I just love dance. I'm so happy when I dance. N nothing else exists when I dance, you know. My problems, my worries, they don't exist when I dance. It's just dance. It's just me and dance hanging out. <laughs> Very, very nice. And so with that, so you have you have kids there. And what if you notice, so tell me a little bit about the kind of kids that come to you um, and then what you've noticed in them from the beginning to where they are now. Okay, yeah. I have, oh, I have so many different personalities and, you know, so many different kinds of kids. Um, and I, I've, I have super outgoing kids, you know, that uh, – dance kind of helps them to bring it down a little bit and helps them to know how to focus you know because some kids it's just hard for them to focus like schoolwork but it's like you go to dance and you're like hey we're gonna do this across the floor or we're gonna practice this eight count and that helps them to learn to focus you know and then on the opposite end i have really shy kids who in the beginning wouldn't say a word you know i would be like okay let's tell you know let's introduce ourselves and they would be like my name is, you know, like I, I couldn't hear them. But now some of those same kids who wouldn't say a peep, now they're constantly talking. If I say, um, who wants to demonstrate, you know, what a pirouette is for our new students, those same kids who were shy in the beginning will say, I want to demonstrate. And it's just like, wow, I have dance. It wasn't me. It's just dance got these kids to come out of their shells or dance got these kids to understand how to focus and really concentrate and you know and I'm just like wow that's crazy because I never for me I never really thought about it that way before for me I just love to dance that's why I did it um I didn't really think it did you know anything for my mind or anything but it does it actually helps with their mind, like in different ways for the different kids. It really, really does. And to talk about that even further. So you said you didn't think about it that way, but there is, and then kind of tied in those two things. You see these girls, oh, let's do it. But, oh, no, we can't because for a lot of people, especially in just things that are more expensive, doing an extracurricular activity is a lot of money that people just don't have. And just exposing somebody to that, the difference in someone um, – a mother of one of the kids had put on my Facebook page about that she had a shy child and just loves Ms. Quinn and what she has done with her, her shy child to absolutely bring her out of the shell, out of her shell, and just the priceless gift that you can give to just change children's lives of seeing that there's possibility. 
Yep. And something is just absolutely amazing. I love it. <laughs> okay. And so, um, so if somebody wanted to, like they're listening to this and they're like, you know what? I like this three different ways they could do something for you. So let's say they're like, I want to help Quinn. I want to help sponsor her. I want to sponsor some more kids. How can somebody get in touch with you for that? Um, well, we have a Facebook page. Um, it's Heavy Hitters Dance Crew. Um, hitters with a Z at the end, not an S. Um, they can always message me through there. And also my personal Facebook page, um, Quinn Keeling. Quinn with one N. <laughs> um, those are probably the best ways. Um, the Heavy Hitters Dance Crew Facebook page goes directly to me. So um, I'm able to respond. We can talk, you know, over the phone, email, whatever the case, whatever's best for them. Um, but yeah, yeah, sponsors are great. We're always we're always looking for, you know, donations, place, you know, places to rehearse because um, right now we're kind of limited on how many times per week we can, you know, rehearse. So um, right now I'm really trying to find more rehearse, uh, rehearsal spaces um, so we can practice like two times a week or three times a week. So um, that helps. And then that will also help us get more kids in, from different um, areas. Um, right now most of my kids are in Mesquite, Pleasant Grove, Garland area. Perfect. And so then if, if now, now if there's also somebody listening and says, hey, I want to enroll my child in this same place, go to your Facebook page, the yeah. Heavy Hitters Dance Crew, yeah. and they can find you. Yep. We practice every Sunday afternoon. Awesome. So, All right. And so we've got a little video up if you are on Facebook and you can kind of see some action of the dancing oh. going on there. Um, That's them. Uh, uh, everybody had this video. doing some cool dance. And <laughs> our cool producer, Jansen, just found that for us. Oh. <laughs> Thanks. I love that. And, and with that, what, you know, what does this mean to you? And do you have a vision of what you'd like to see for the Heavy Hitters Dance Crew? Honestly, I just, I don't know if this will ever happen, but I really want to someday be able to get like a van or two and just be able to pick up kids and bring them to dance. Because sometimes I have an issue where the parents, they might not have a car or the car might be broken down or, you know, and I will pick up some of my students, but I have a little tiny car, you know, I can only fit so many kids in it. But I'm like, what could I do? Like... I wonder the change I could make in the world if I actually had like a van or two and had volunteers that were willing to go and pick up the kids, you know, in the neighborhood and bring them to dance and take them back, you know, afterwards. I wonder, like, that's a possibility. That's a little, I guess, extreme. But <laughs> nothing, nothing too extreme. I mean, but there's logistics and just, just even that of people to think of how what it takes to even get a child somewhere. So two parents working. So forget the money you might not have getting somebody somewhere and the difference in just the just the climate of our culture today which has some divisiveness to it and I am just the true believer the more just love and hope that you can bring to people knowing that there's always another way and just um just seeing Quinn and Quinn how old are you I'm 23. 23. And she looks like she's like 16, <laughs> but I knew she was slightly older than that. But just a 23-year-old, so don't bash the millennials ever, <laughs> who just saw in her brain 
man, there's some kids that could use some of this. How can I make it happen? And made it happen. And that is just the super coolest Aww. ever. And the change that you can bring. And just I, I, I think about these things a lot about a world where, you know, it all starts with kids. And if you think back to when you were a child and the dreams and hopes you had and then just somewhere for a lot of us, somebody dream squashers, you know, no, you can't do that. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, or we don't have money. We don't have time. We don't have a million reasons why you cannot, but you can. And even just to, and you hear tons of stories of people that had a person like Quinn in their life. That's like, there's just this one person who believed in me. And maybe you took a dance class for one year when you were six, but it changed the trajectory of your entire life. And to just think about the possibilities of what you are doing and the immense growth and, you know, and maybe Quinn needs to travel into these schools for dance classes. If people can make that happen, we're going to put this all out there. But um, just anything last that you want to say about dance, and then I'm going to ask you if there's anything else that you do another way. Um, yes. Yeah, so as far as one more thing about dance, um, I just want to say that this these kids this program it's not just for them it helps me too i look forward to seeing those kids every sunday every sunday it doesn't matter what mood i'm in what i've been through when when i know i'm going to see those kids it just it makes me so happy you know so um i think it helps me as well not not just the kids or the parents it it brightens my my day as well so um i just want to say that um and then i don't Something else I do another way? Yes. Well, I don't eat meat. Okay. <laughs> right on. That's another way. Saving the planet, too. Yes. And some animals. It started off when I was in middle school. I saw a PETA video. Uh -huh. So it was like, oh, no. You know, I was like an animal activist. <laughs> I love animals. And it, my mom was like, okay, this is a phase. But it's like 10 years later, and I'm still here. There you not go. eating meat. <laughs> look at her dancing and looking good. And Quinn, I want to thank you just so much for being on and sharing the Heavy Hitters Dance Crew and find her on Facebook, Heavy Hitters with a Z, Dance Crew, and help these kids out because dance is going to change the world. Yes. Thank you for having me. You are very welcome. And you know, there's always another way.